welcome. This is G. Weave, and it's hot take number five. Today, I'm gonna go around the league and talk about every dumb comment that come out of somebody's mouth. So I want you to sit back, get ready, because I'm about to get ready to explode tonight. Again, this is an extended hot take. So let's get ready to rock and roll, baby. season, the Lakers, Shaquille O'Neal, 29-7, Kobe Bryant, 22-5. Number seven, the 2011-2012, Thunder, Kevin Durant, 28 points, Russell Westbrook, 23.6. Number six, the 06-07 Nuggets, Carmelo Anthony, 28-9, Allen Iverson, 24.1. Number five, the 0102 Lakers, Shaquille O'Neal, 27-2, Kobe Bryant, 25.2. Number four, 
1961-62 Lakers, Elgin Baylor, 38.3 points a game. Jerry West, 30.8. If that's not prolific, so you saying that Kyrie and Durant is more prolific than that? Man, you must be out your rabbit mind. But let me continue. Number three, 0203 Lakers. Kobe Bryant, 30. Shaquille O'Neal, 27. So you saying Kevin Durant and Kyrie is better than Shaq and Kobe? <laughs> Nigga, please. Number two, the 01-2000 Lakers. Shaquille O'Neal, 28.7. Kobe Bryant, 28.5. Come on, man. Stop playing. And number one of all time, 2019-2020 Houston Rockets, James Harden. 34.4, Russell Westbrook, 27.2. Game over. I love Jordan. I love Pippen. But I just gave you the top 10. Jordan and Pippen ain't in there. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving ain't in there. To be so disrespectful to think that those players are better than some of those players on that list. You gotta be crazy. Again, you're just talking. It's sports radio. That's what they do, baby. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't gonna let them get away with it. Stephen A., even when he ain't on the set, he's still giving you nonsense. And Jay, for somebody that always try to talk about Westbrook having a broke jumper, when I looked up your stats, your field goal percentage is 39.6. Russ's is 43.6. Your jumper is the one that's broke, my brother. But anyway, moving on. But like I said, man, this is what I talk about. We see all these people come on the radio and they just talk just to be talking. But like I said, I ain't gonna let them get away with it. Not at all. So... Once again, as I sit and I chill and I go through and I listen and like always, you always come to somebody that's saying something stupid. It never fails. It's always like that. So I'm going to show you somebody else that's always talking crazy and saying dumb things as well. So, we gonna slide down here, and I'm gonna play you another snippet of, again, more nonsense, overreacting, but this is what we get on sports radio, so let me let these brothers speak, because this is what they like to do every single time, just talk. Go ahead, skip the show. Should the Lakers try to trade AD? Skip, I don't really know how else they can get up out of this. I think you explore all options. The question you ask yourself, in the next two years, who's going to be our best player? And then you try to build around that guy. If you believe Anthony Davis is going to be your best player, you were a hey, LeBron, A 
trade if you believe LeBron's going to be your best player? Because, Skip, you don't, you don't, if you got LeBron, you don't want draft picks. You want uh, players that can I'd come say. play right now. <laughs> yeah. Because you got nothing until 2020, <laughs> something like that. So I think you explore it. I don't know what you get back in return. Um, because they don't have anything, Skip. I mean, you don't got anything to offer. How are you going to barter with a man when you got nothing to offer? He has everything you want, but you got nothing. I'm not even going to let them finish. So, let me get this straight. Anthony Davis been hurt this season. They had a bad selection in grabbing Russell Westbrook. And now it's time to trade Anthony Davis. What do you think you're going to get in return for Anthony Davis when everybody in the league see that he breaks? When you blow on them. Are you kidding me? You got to be out your mind to think anybody going to trade for them. What the Lakers going to have to do is just do a full reset. Come back next season. Come back healthy. See if you can get somebody to replace Russ or somebody to take that contract. If not, get better players around them. Hopefully these guys get in the offseason. Be healthy. And go at it again. But I would love to see this team healthy. Remember, you just threw Russ in there. Russ had a full season. I would love to see them have an offseason. Anthony Davis focus on his health. And move forward like that. But again, skipping Skip uh, Skip Shannon, you know what they're going to give you. And I don't even want to hear Skip. That's why I didn't even let it get to him. But this is what I'm talking about again. Let the next season come. Okay? Just let it come. Because when you do all this hypothetical stuff, it never pans out. And I, honestly, I don't want to hear it. So go ahead and sip on your Hennessy and keep talking out the side of your mouth. Because you know what? That don't make no sense. It sounds good on paper. It sounds good on the radio. But in the end, the Lakers is not trading Anthony Davis. And they're going to keep moving forward. Because once you do that, you think LeBron going to want to stay there? Unless you're getting another big man in return that can give you the same production? <laughs> it's not happening. But it does sound good. All right. Up next on the same show, let's hear Skip and Shannon talking about LeBron James officially succeeding MJ as the next Jordan. Getting the incredible iPhone 13 without T-Mobile makes as much sense as playing hide-and-seek in the desert. Really, guys? T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places. And now, when you switch, you can get iPhone 13 on us at T-Mobile. Shannon, what do you think? Do you agree? No. I think this is another attempt for someone to write an article to try to tear LeBron down. Because he's low-hanging fruit right now, um, the team is not having the success that many thought they would going into the season. And this is a feeble opportunity. So... At, in his last two years, was MJ a top 10 player? No. No matter what you think of him, no matter what you think of LeBron James, do you believe currently, as you and I talk, he's a top 10 player currently? I believe you do. No question about that. So for me, I, I, I don't get it, okay? He comes here the first year, he averaged 27, 8, and 8, which only a handful of people, James Harden, Russ, LeBron, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, Oscar Robinson, all of those guys did that before their 26th, 27th birthday. LeBron did it at 33, 34. He wins the title. 
then he says, well, the title is invalid because he didn't win it in conventional fashion. So it's almost like everything LeBron tried to do, the guy's writing in his article, he tries to undercut it. Did he win a title or did he not win the title? Is he not averaging 30 points a game? Yes. LeBron James has redefined what it means to be in later years of your career and still be productive. Is he having the team success? No. But to say he's the, a shell of himself is just not true. You know that, and the guy that wrote this article knows that that's not the case. So I, I, I just don't get it. I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, Le, Le, uh, uh, Jordan, in when he, those years at, at Washington, was not even close to making an all-NBA team. LeBron James is going to be first or second team all-NBA. First to second, no question about it, in year 19. So this notion that, I get it, LeBron, you know, has the shoe, has, has his own brand, and he's a global, I get, I get all that. But I don't get what, what people get out of trying to tear LeBron down at every single turn. That's something Michael never had to do. Who wrote this article about Michael Jordan when he was in Washington? Nobody wrote articles. We don't want to hear you, Skip. That's why I only let Shannon uh, talk. But back at it again, man. So, again, Shannon don't even answer the question. It's really simple. We don't have to get into all LeBron stats because we already know. We already know LeBron has been better than Jordan um, past the age of 35. Because Jordan, that was his last highest level. And then he set out for three years and came back at 38. So, of course, uh, no question, whoever wrote that article is just a hater, a LeBron hater. I agree. But you're not answering the questions, Shannon. The Shannon is, the, the question is, excuse me, has LeBron James officially succeeded MJ as the next Jordan? It's simple. No. It's only one Jordan. LeBron James' name is LeBron James. Michael Jordan's name is Michael Jordan. He will not be exceeded. Two different players. We say it all the time. LeBron is a top three player. Is he the GOAT? No, he's not the GOAT. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. He's going to always be the GOAT. So, to continue to have this debate, like I said, it's everybody's choice of who they feel the GOAT is. Because LeBron got all those all-around stats. Do that make him the GOAT? Nope. Not in my eyes. Jordan was just a more fierce player on offense and defense. And as, as far as the prime goes, Jordan prime years were just better than LeBron's prime years. Now, LeBron has been able to have a longer prime due to being well-conditioned, taking care of his body, not saying Jordan wouldn't have did that, but I want to kill this Michael Jordan and LeBron debate altogether, and I'm not doing it because I'm just a Jordan guy. Let's look at it like, like this. LeBron James came into the league at 18 years old. Michael Jordan came into the league at 21 years old. Michael Jordan admitted he couldn't come into the league at 18. He wasn't ready. His body wasn't ready. He wasn't physically mature. LeBron James was already a physical beast at 18 years old. So you get three more years 
Then you got Michael Jordan retiring for a year and a half. Then he left again for another three. That's five years of, that's four and a half years of missing in action of Jordan's prime that we missed. LeBron James has been playing since 18 years old. I believe he's 36, 37 right now. So, straight through, he hasn't stopped. Michael Jordan, four years and a half years of missing, of playing basketball. Jordan has over 32,000 points in basically 16 years. Whereas LeBron has past Karl Malone and looking like he's about to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in over 20 years. When you play basketball for 20 years, you're supposed to have that many points, especially if you're playing at a high level like LeBron, because I'm giving him all his props. It's amazing. But if you give Jordan those four and a half years, he would easily have surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's where I kill the debate. So on that notion, Jordan is the more prolific player. Intensity, defense, no fear. LeBron got better later with that, but he was very hesitant in the beginning. And no one is taking anything away from LeBron James. Nobody. But he's not Michael Jordan. There will never be another Michael Jordan, a transcending player. The man is out of space while everybody else is on earth. He looked down on his children because every player is his children. Period. If I could be like Mike, LeBron roared 23 because of Michael Jordan. That was his favorite player. His whole goal was to surpass Mike. I live in the, as I'm walk. I'm following the ghost. That's what he said. Jordan has cast a shadow that no one can feel. No one. So on that note, game over on that conversation. Now, I want to slide to Chris Poussard. I'm not even going to give him a voice. Because he was talking about the Eastern Conference. Who he feels the champions is going to be. Which he has a right to make his opinion. But he goes through the East, and he talk about how don't nobody fear the Bucks. First of all, brother, you don't supposed to fear nobody. You have this epiphany where you don't like the Bucks. You said the Bucks wasn't going to win last year, and they won. It seemed like every prediction that you make is wrong. See, you talk just to talk, and I understand that. But in the East, it is highly competitive. But in the East, there's only one champion. There can't be two, three, four, five. It's only one. When you have the championship belt around your waist until someone is taking it off of you, you are the favorite. So you can ride Boston. You can ride Philly. You can ride the Nets. You can ride Chicago. And you can ride Miami. And you can talk about how ain't none of these teams scared of the Bucks. Well, you know what? You better fear the deer. Because one thing I know is the Bucks got the best full team, the best chemistry, the best player in the world, and they're fully healthy. 
It don't matter about the regular season because you don't win championships in the regular season. The Beck Bucks is ready to roll once the season is over and you got to play a seven-game series. It's totally different. So we'll see about all the teams you're talking about. The only team I told you I worry about and that we still the Bucks are still going to beat them is the Nets. I'm not worried about Embiid and Harden because you know why? Harden ain't going to get his fouls in the playoffs. Embiid, instead of being a big man, going to be trying to shoot threes. Harden going to dribble too much. And they just don't have the defense to stop the Bucks. As far as the Bulls, you got DeMar Rosen. You got Levain. Who else you got? Who else you got? Exactly. Moving on. Sorry, Atlanta. I couldn't even put you in there. No disrespect. Now, we'll move on to Boston. They got their big three. Tatum, Brown, Smart. Smart can't shoot. He can hold defense. So that means you're going to be relying on Brown and Tatum. Okay, as a defense, as a coach, you shut down one of them two. Force Smart to be the scorer. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to lose. Because we score as a full team. Boston doesn't. So let's X them out. Okay, let's go to the Heat. Because you want to make a big deal about the Heat and how they got the stopper. Who the stopper? Oh, Bam. That's right. Bam is the one that can stop Giannis. Let me think about that. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> Give me a break. Bam ain't stopping shit. They're not going to be able to beat the Bucks in a seven-game series. Tough series, but that series is going to make the Bucks even tougher for their next series. And when it comes to the Nets, it's all about shutting down one of the two. Either you shut down Kyrie or you shut down Durant. But if you ain't got no bench helping you, you ain't beating the Bucks. So those two can combine for 100 points. If they don't got no other players to help, they're not going to win. And even with Ben Simmons, he just give you, he give you defense, but he's scared to take shots. He don't know how to tap into his potential. And he don't work on his game. So you're not going to win that either. So all I got to say is all these sportscasters coming out here talking, saying this and that, Please stop, because every time you do it, I'm going to come right behind your soft, weak comments. Keep it 100, man. Let's keep it real. Let's not keep saying stuff for the radio. Let's just say stuff that makes sense, and let's not try to always entertain, because sometimes when you entertain, you can sometimes get off the facts. Other than that, guys, man, I'm out of here. I appreciate it again, like I said. I had to do another hot take. It had to be extended. So other than that, let me get on up out of here. <laughs>